and good morning. Happy Sunday morning to you, Grant, Mr. Producer Man. Happy Sunday morning to you, Ben. In Kansas City. Dustman, uh, his voice is shot. Yeah, so uh, so no Dustman in here. You thrashed the pipes? Man, his, his pipes were gone. Cinder block was out, off the hook, man. It was. That place, great beer. The old Padron was fantastic once again. That's the uh, playoff Pilsner that we have, the second year release party that we did at Cinder Block Friday night. Place was packed. I did it last year I was there. I was there with Dustman a lot this week, but uh, like last year they set a record at Cinder Block for the most beer consumed in one night in this brewery. It's a great brewery. It's one of the one of the OG breweries, I would say, in Kansas City, one of the first ones, now one of many, as there's breweries all around the city. You don't have to, you know, get on a, a get in your car and go up to Omaha or down the Arkansas. Right here is brew, but it was their biggest selling night a year ago. They topped it this week. It was insane the amount of people and the great listeners of 610 Sports and beer fans, which oftentimes it is the same person that likes beer and sports. Imagine that. Imagine somebody like beer and sports at the same time. Who would do that? To kick off the playoff weekend, Grant. Yeah, dude. And the games have been okay so far. The first two. You know what they have? I wanted to start right there because last night was something fun that happened. It was fun to happen for the Kansas City Chiefs. Just a swing of emotions as a Kansas City Chiefs sports fan in this town. Follow with me here, Grant. All right, so, so we had the 49ers game earlier that day. A little bit of an appetizer. Seattle's lucky to even be in that game. Like, the Rams got jobbed like four times in that game. The NFL officials are actually looking at that game because had they lost and that game not gone the overtime, which it shouldn't have. Seattle had no business in that game. Detroit would have been in that game. Like, Detroit would have been in that game, but instead we had Seattle Seahawks, who for the most part in the first half, they gave the 49ers a good uh, contest, but Final seconds, tick off, five, four, three, two, one. There's the gun, and the Foghorn and the 49ers win it, 41 to 23. It's pretty anticlimactic, and that was the uh, San Francisco 49ers radio network. 41 to 23 win, so they put the hammer down, as Mitch Holtis would say, in the second half against Seattle. Then we're sitting around here being treated to who the Chiefs will probably play next. The Chiefs will play the Jags next weekend because, okay, there's a chance they don't, but Buffalo has to lose to Miami and Skylar Thompson. Listen, we all like Skylar Thompson, local quarterback. I know you do, Grant, because he's a K-State guy. So you got two things going for you. Kansas City guy and K-State. Normally, I I am pulling for him. I'm (laughs) very much pulling for Skylar Thompson today, but it's an uphill battle. They only scored 11 points last week with him. It's a rough deal. It's a hard deal, Uh, but he does have Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, but we saw Miami with their A game, I think, a couple weeks ago against Buffalo in Buffalo, Grant, in, quote, the big snowstorm that didn't happen until uh, the fourth quarter, and Buffalo got the win. Cincinnati against a Ravens team that has, well, they have no quarterbacks now because Lamar Jackson not could play in. Tyler Huntley's been banged up, so it's going to be Huntley and Brown today. They're going to use two quarterbacks. Any chance at all, Grant, because I don't think we're going to be treated to a good game at all with either one of these games. And speaking of Buffalo, I'll go to Buffalo here in about an hour and 15 minutes, live to the stadium and check in uh, with Gene Battaglia talking Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I, I don't really see it happening. I think it'd be, I mean, it'd be awesome if Skylar Thompson could do it, especially after Iowa State guy Brock Purdy got it done yesterday. Does that sting a little bit it being does a K-State sting guy? Because that's Farmageddon, man. 
it does sting a little bit. I can't watch Brock Purdy be a successful NFL quarterback. So I hope they lose. Here's the one thing about Brock Purdy. It goes to show there's no exact science in quarterbacks. We think there is. We think it's, you know, height, weight, speed, accuracy, throwing strength. But there's that one thing that quarterbacks have the intangible called it. IT, it. And he's got it. I mean, I know you've heard the story many times. Last pick in the draft, Brock Purdy. It's called Mr. Irrelevant. They actually celebrate the last pick in the NFL draft. But he's not playing like that now. And now it seems to me, or Trey Lance, who was their number one pick uh, a season ago, who's hurt now, maybe on the lamb and Brock Purdy might be the quarterback. I will say this. I think he's with the perfect quarterback uh, coach and Kyle Shanahan, the perfect head coach, Kyle Shanahan. He does everything and he works so well with quarterbacks and puts you in a system to succeed. And I think he really needs Kyle Shanahan to be his quarterback. But anyway, that's Frisco. But the Jacksonville Chargers game last night, it's another classic example, Grant, of not hitting send. Just just don't do it. Down 20, people got their jokes off. I mean, everybody's going for Jacksonville around here because I think Jacksonville's far beat, more beatable, which the Chiefs did. Well, they're 3-0 and against both the Chargers and the Jags, but I don't think the Jags pose the problems that the Chargers do. Because the Chargers playing well, even without Mike Williams, their best receiver, who, by the way, was hurt, hurt his back. Last week in a game where they already had the fifth seed locked up against Denver, they still lose the game, played their starters, and they got a lot of criticism. It doesn't look great for Brandon Staley. No, I think Brandon Staley's gone. I think he is, too. Because there was a stat that came out about Mike Williams where it's like, with Mike Williams and the teams, they're like 8-1 and one or something. And with him injured, they were like two and four this season. So they're a different team without Williams. But just a clear example of don't hit sin. Everybody got their jokes off. I got a lot of jokes off in my group chat. But I didn't they, tweet oh, did them. You? I didn't tweet them. See, I waited. I waited. You know why? Because I learned from Jeff Saturday, who blew a 31-point lead with the Colts and Vikings this year. You don't hit sin. Like, you don't hit sin. You, you got to be resistant towards it because it's going to come back and haunt you. And there was a lot of deleting last night. Everybody making fun of Trevor Lawrence. I've always been a big Trevor Lawrence fan. Oh, man, did I get text messages? Oh, is this clown the guy you're billing up? Come on, Jay, you don't know anything about quarterbacks because he threw those four picks. Matter of fact, they're the only team ever to win the postseason that lost the turnover ratio five to nothing. Like, that doesn't happen, man. Like that, and then Trayvon Walker got that one penalty, which is stupid. They, they elongated the Chargers drive. I mean, they were like free possessions. That was six free possessions in my mind. If the Jags gave the charge, if the charge couldn't get the job done, but she just don't hit sin. You got your jokes off last night. Yeah, you absolutely. Your lesson, man. Everybody in the group chat was making fun of Trevor Lawrence. He threw four picks. He did, but then he comes back and looks fantastic, doesn't he? He looked okay. I mean, the long flowing locks, just connecting on touchdowns. Hit my guy Christian Kirk, who's in my touchdown draft. I would rather play the Jacksonville Jaguars um, than. Uh, the Chargers, you? Because the Chiefs and Chargers have been down <laughs> yeah, to the wire. Because their quarterback just threw four interceptions in a half. But so, yeah, I'd probably rather play them. But here's the one thing about them for the Kansas City Chiefs next weekend is when you have a lead, keep your foot on the gas, man. We put it this way. Ari Marov, who covers the NFL, put this out here. This is, this is Jags' last five home games. Last five home games. Not road games, home games, but still, same team. Week nine, down 17 to nothing to the Raiders. Jacksonville won. Week 12, down 19-10 to, to the Ravens. Jacksonville won. 
Week 15, down 27 to 10 to the Cowboys. Jacksonville won. Remind you of a team here in Kansas City. Week 18, down 10 to nothing to the Titans. Jacksonville won. Wild card round, third biggest comeback in postseason history. Down 27 to nothing to the Chargers. Jacksonville won. What does that show you? We saw the Chiefs with a 27 nothing lead against the Broncos a couple weeks ago. Remember that? Remember getting those two touchdowns right at the end of the first half? They get the ball like you're playing Madden at the, at the beginning of the second half. You got to put your foot on the gas, but I think this is the game that we wanted. But it's the third largest comeback in history. 92 Bills, 32-point comeback against the Oilers. Who can forget the 2013 Colts beating the Chiefs? That 28-point comeback. I'll never forget that. I was doing postgame that night. We were at the other place in Olathe. And I remember getting texts. There's no way the Chiefs lose this, right? I was like, nah, no way. Then all of a sudden they lost it. But I remember going on the air. It's the first time I've, you know me, I always have something to say. Like, oh, like always, you have, always something have something to say. I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> I just gave out the phone number, 913-586-7610. Take it away, callers. Take it away, and I'll try to I'll try to process this information because I couldn't process it. I'm sure that was a heck of a call-in show. I'm sure they were not pleased. The bottom line is it was a nice win by the Jags. Again, though I think they'll play them. Need the Bills to lose or the Bengals. I don't think it's going to happen. The Bills, the Bengals are going to knock each other. One of those teams is going to knock each other off the following week. Personally, I think it's the Bengals. I, I forget about Atlanta or, or the Chiefs are going to play the neutral site game against the Bills. I think it's the Bengals, and that game will be at Arrowhead Stadium. Listen to these final calls real quick before we go out to Buffalo here. This is the Chargers network. Think about how defl- deflated this sounds. Kick is up. Kick is good. The Chargers are out of the playoffs. I mean, Dougie P, Doug Peterson, a couple of great calls going for it. And, you know, that two-point conversion where he's at the one and Trevor Lawrence with those big mammoth arms at 6'6", reaching over the goal line. The fourth and one call, running to the outside instead of right up the middle. Great calls. Wasn't that deflating? Here's the Patterson field goal call by Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jaguars radio network. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good. 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 The Jaguars have won it. The Jaguars have won it. They have come back from 27-0 to win the game. That's why we like sports. I'll be honest with you. When it's 27-0, you sit there and go, man, today has sucked. But (laughs) this is what to expect during Wild Card Weekend. Like next weekend's divisional round. That's where the... The quote made teams are playing in the game. Chiefs play, the Eagles play, the number one seeds go playing. But to be treated to that, and by the way, do you know there's, I know you're a Big 12 fan, do you know there's five Big 12 quarterbacks in the playoffs? I was trying to think of them yesterday when I knew it was Skyler Thompson, Brock Purdy, Patrick Thompson, Mahomes, Geno Smith. Geno Smith, great call. Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts. Because he had that one year at Oklahoma. Sure. So it, it, Lost Mahomes, was, the first, State, Mahomes the was the first. Big 12 quarterback to win a playoff game back in 2019. And Tannehill, of course, won as well. We are, uh, we're going to go out to Buffalo, New York here in just a second and talk to our guy, Gene Battaglia. Let's take a quick timeout real quick, though, Grant. Take a timeout real quick before we go to Buffalo and talk to Gene. Because I definitely want to hear straight from Buffalo and see what they're thinking at this point. But we'll wait just a second. Grant, uh, what's uh, Gino's calling right now? He's going to jump the gun a little bit. He's from Buffalo. He's calling in from Buffalo. Let's take a quick timeout, then come back with Gene. Is that cool? All right. Hang on, Gene. 
You're listening to After Hours with... Hey, welcome back. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Dustman not here. He lost his voice this weekend. It's time to go out to uh, Orchard Park, New York, home of the Buffalo Bills, Highmark Stadium, and talk to my guy, Gene Battaglia, about those Buffalo Bills. This, this is an annual tradition, talking to him, because it seems like the Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills are always on a collision course. It's going to have to wait a few weeks now, but uh, Gene Battaglia from the Sports Bar, three to six weekdays, um, in uh, Rochester, New York. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Jay. Have you started looking up uh, flights to Atlanta yet? You know what? No. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, that game next week is going to be so wild between the Bengals and the Bills. I know we're putting the cart before the horse here, but that's what's going to be. Um, the game could be an arrowhead. You know, if the Bengals win, the Bengals going to beat your Bills? <laughs> that's yeah i mean we, we like on our show this week we talk next to nothing about the miami dolphins and you know you want teams coming in healthy and without tonga vialoa i know skylar thompson's from kansas city it's it's hard to envision a pathway for the dolphins to win today's game but to have the bengals coming back here now i know there are a lot of people holding out hope it's actually kind of, you know, the Ravens that uh, actually get the job done tonight. But I, I'm not banking on that without Lamar Jackson. So, yes, I think that Kansas City now, Jay, has a golden ticket to the AFC Championship game. And yeah. the Bills uh, are, are going to be in for a dogfight next week. Well, let's face it. You know, Kansas City got the bye this week. Let's, let's be incredibly honest here. The Bills have a bye week this week instead of the, instead of the Bengals. I mean, they both do, and the Chiefs get one essentially next week because that was what the Chiefs wanted for the Chargers to blow that game. Chargers have given, even though the Chargers have lost to the Chiefs both times this year, both games have been incredibly uh, competitive. But Jacksonville came storming back, so that was definitely in Chiefs' favor. I'm sure in Buffalo, well, I don't know. Maybe you guys wanted to see the Chargers not get hot and be out of the postseason just in case they came to Kansas City and beat us. Um, you wouldn't see them again. But this definitely opens up the door for the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals in the uh, AFC title game. I don't think you're going to have much problem next week, Jay. We're, we're, we're the Chargers' divisional opponent. You know what to kind of expect there. That would have been tough. Although, I don't know, I guess you could make a case that if the Ravens somehow figure this out tonight and they play that physical style of football. We saw the Browns a couple years ago, you remember, going to Kansas City um, and, and Still, Kansas City won that game, mind you. But <laughs> you know, honestly, it's you know, it's you know, it, 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 that would be. But ultimately, I think we are headed for that AFC Championship game in Atlanta because Jay, I, I don't know. I'm not a big believer in serendipity and higher powers. But when you look at the totality, that everything that has happened in Western New York this year, and I go back. Uh, to the racist shooting at the Tops in June, and Kim Pagula with her health issues, the Bills' owner, and Dawson Knox losing his brother, and then one snowstorm that moves a game, and you're on the road three times in 11 days, you win all three games, and then a deadly snowstorm that kills 40 people. You lose Von Miller, and and then what happens on top of all that, where uh, after that Monday night, none of us slept here. None of us. I, I, it really was you know, a somber mood on January 3rd on the anniversary of the great comeback game where most Bills fans are saying, you know what, whatever happens, it, it doesn't matter. And, and to see DeMar Hamlin's recovery the way it is, all right, now there's this feeling that 
this is meant to be here in Western New York for the Buffalo Bills here in the 2022-23 season. No question about it. And it, it, it's, it was reaching all across the country, Gene. We're talking to Gene Battaglia from uh, our Odyssey station in Rochester. He's live from a Highmark Stadium in Buffalo where the Bills will take on the Dolphins here in a little bit. But the more, I mean, that resonated around the country. I mean, you know, here in Kansas City, everybody's thinking about DeMar and the Buffalo Bills and what they're going through. I and mean, it was a somber moment. And I guess he was able to speak to the team yesterday. Is that right? Did he actually go to the stadium? Are you expecting him at the stadium today? Yeah, it's. Uh, we don't know for sure if he's here or not today. Um, but he was, yes, at uh, you know the stadium yesterday talking to teammates. That was the first time he's back. So released from the hospital midweek. And I don't know, like if if they show him on like in a suite somewhere today. Oh yeah, or, if he's there, they will. Or, for, or you know, do you save that for next week for the Bengals game? If there's something to be said for firing up a crowd, but oh. but, but the time that Demar Hamlin comes back on the field and um, to see, I, I didn't, I don't know where the, the the foundation chasing M's left off, but it was approaching nine million the last time I checked. Hmm. Um, you know, to, to see the generosity now with Bills fans just across the across country. The country. I, honestly, like I didn't think we, I didn't think in our country we could all come together for one cause, but that's the way it kind of felt here uh, with Demar Hamlin this past week, and, and to see the story kind of come out this way, it's just, it's just a great feeling, Jay. And now we could just kind of take a deep breath and enjoy football here once again. It's just a fraternity around the NFL. Andy Reid was wearing a Demar shirt uh, before the game last week against Raiders. Patrick Mahomes wore that shirt uh, in the post-game press conference in Las Vegas. Um, it just resonated. Uh, around the country, and I think we're also thankful that uh, he's still with us, and that uh, that's uh, you know something to all be thankful for. But also the game today that'll be in a couple hours. I know we're not, we're kind of poo pooing this game, but I, 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 here's the deal though: I saw Miami Dolphins like a game with Tua a couple weeks ago against the Bills, and listen, they gave the Bills a run, but the Bills won the game, and I feel like that was as good as Miami could play, and that was with Tua playing. Now Skylar Thompson's a guy I'm familiar with, Gene. I've called enough of his high school games when he played here in Kansas City. Seen him a bunch at Kansas State when he was there. But is he is he a Brock Purdy story? No, because I think Brock Purdy's with the right guy in Kyle Shanahan that puts an offense around him. I don't feel the same way about what Thompson's dealing with McDaniel in Miami. But Tyreek Hill, which is funny about this, Gene, because Skylar Thompson last year before he was drafted was a fan. He's always been a fan of the Chiefs, right? Well, he goes to the playoff game against the Bengals. And got, or no, excuse me, the Bills. He was at the Bills game last year. The 13 seconds. Remember that, Gene? Yeah. Remember that 13 yeah, yeah, seconds? Okay. Jay. You remember that yeah, game? No, no, I forgot about that. What is this game you're talking about? Go remember on. the Chiefs beat the Bills last year in the playoffs? Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he was at that game watching Tyree Kill, and here he is throwing to Tyree Kill. Listen, those guys are dynamic weapons. I don't know if the Bills are going to give him time to throw. Yeah, and could could Thompson hit Hill and or Waddle over the top? Sure, we expect that to happen. There's another part to this equation. This game, Jay. How do you stop Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense? Um, it's been a little disjointed at times, uh, admittedly, but you've seen the Bills kind of turn more to the running game. You've seen the rookie now take kind of the lead here, James Cook. Um, he and, and Singletary are a nice one-two punch. So. I don't know, and we really didn't see that all that much in that December 17th game. When it came down to it, Allen made plays. The Bills moved the ball. The Bills won the game. So even if Thompson is able to figure this out, I, I don't know 
how Miami slows down uh, the Buffalo offense today. So, obviously, you guys are looking at the Chiefs going, well, it's the Jags. You know, you know we're going to talk again, or you think we're going to talk again, Jim. But also, I'll be honest with you, that Cincinnati-Buffalo game is going to be wild. I, I think that uh, that Monday night game I was looking forward to is one of the games of the year in the NFL. Certainly, the playoff game is going to have a ton of storylines to it. We all know that. But I think it's interesting, too, because of Burrow and Allen, the hierarchy of AFC quarterbacks. And Trevor Lawrence, you know, threw his name in the ring, I believe, last night. With Justin Herbert, like where are you going to put Justin Herbert? Is is Trevor Lawrence now passing him? But the big question is too, you know, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, the the, the AFC is in great hands, but that is a quarterback duel that we could see, uh, a fantastic quarterback duel next week against the red hot Cincinnati Bengals. Well, before the Hamlin injury, that's why we were all talking about the importance of having to get the number one seed because if you don't, well, in the case of the Bills, you got to go through the Bengals and the Chiefs. That's that's the tough thing where, all right, Kansas City's path. Yeah, Jacksonville's a nice story, but um, no, if you turn the ball over four times, I guarantee you're going to lose uh, to the Chiefs next week. Um, that game. Five, back on Gene. January, five times, Gene. Five. Oh, five. I'm sorry. Can you I'm they sorry. They turned the ball over five sorry. times. They still won. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? I turned it off, Jay. East Coast. I thought, honestly, I turned it off. I, I hate admitting that, but. Well, you had to get up early. You're on East Coast time, and you had to get up to go to the Bills game today. So I get it. It's already, what, 1025 your time. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the world revolves around East Coast time, Jay, as you know. That is true, Gene. That is true. Well, it's going to be a fantastic game. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I know you guys are probably tired of seeing Tyreek Hill, and it's a little weird for you. Uh, to see him in a different uniform. Are you at all surprised with the Chiefs? This is a team that only four guys remain on this roster prior to Mahomes. And two of them are specialists in James Winchester, the snapper, and Harrison Butker. That's it. And they have flipped this roster. They lose Tyreek Hill. The national media, really, the Chargers won the AFC West in the preseason. People were picking the Broncos. People were picking the Raiders. They were picking the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs have had this chip on their shoulder. No one's talking about it. Then Tyreek Hill's in Miami. Ooh, what are they going to do? Oh, Mahomes just sets all kind of offensive records. Number one offense in the NFL without Tyreek Hill. You guys a little bit surprised the Chiefs were able to reload like this? Because this might be the best we've ever seen Mahomes play. You know, now I can say I, I'm not surprised, but I can say back in August, all right, to, to Kansas City's credit, oh, this year is going to be different. There's a franchise quarterback that Denver traded for. The Chargers are going to get a game. And, boy, look at the, how the Raiders are evolving. Nothing changed. Um, what I am surprised is just how the, the, the cast around Mahomes was able to change and really the result didn't change. Like how uh, you, you, know, you go to Pacheco, you go to <laughs> Juju, you bring in a Kadarius Tony, who is good for a few plays a game. Honestly, oh, by the way, that, New York that, fans hate that one. Oh, you know, it's it was, you know, adios, good riddance kind of thing with Giants fans. With, but he's so good, with, though, with, when healthy. Know. He's so good, Gene. I mean, the, the cuts that he makes is like open field. The guy's incredible. Yeah, yeah, and and, and to think that he went that high in the draft. So, uh, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs did a good kind of buy low thing with Tony, and that, gosh, if you know, you see him evolve in that offense next year. I, I honestly don't want to think about that. So if it ends up being Bill's Chiefs, it'll be kind of one of those last team with the ball scenarios. And if it is a game in Atlanta, Jay, same deal. And, oh. uh, yeah, it, it, I, I can't wait. And I have a question for you because yeah. we've been talking about it in this show. Is this, is this a trial balloon, this game? Because, honestly, I, 
I'm kind of fearful that the NFL will see, oh, gosh, look at the ticket prices, what these went for. Oh, gosh, we could actually sell more corporate sponsorship. I know. You, yeah, I, I, I'm just afraid. And it has more to do with Allen and Mahomes, <laughs> Bill's Chiefs rivalry, but um, I, I hope it, not, Gene. Just... I hope not. I, I hope they keep them in the home stadiums. I mean, I, I know that what they're thinking about doing, and we know that the playoff revenue is split up with the teams, but I think that's such a reward to have home games in the postseason. But it's the NFL. They'll do whatever the hell they want, and, and they're pretty creative on what they do. You know, like taking the Pro Bowl, making a flag football game, not that it hasn't been already, but I think the NFL is doing so many things. And the Buffalo-Kansas City game, being in Atlanta – it could be a litmus test to where teams like the cause Colts couldn't host the game. You know, you know this stuff as well as we do, that they couldn't host the game. They had something going on. Uh, why do you schedule some in the postseason, by the way, too, Gene? Does it mean you, you thought your team was going to suck? I mean, seriously, <laughs> in Detroit was going to feel – I mean, honestly, why are these teams scheduling yeah. something in January? But anyway, uh, by the way, Mahomes is 8-0 in a dome. And I do believe uh, Josh Allen's pretty similar to that, isn't he? Oh, I'd have to look that up off the dome, is. but I, I can tell you, Allen in postseason has just been fantastic. Except thirteen against the seconds Chiefs. aside, he had nothing to do with that. But <laughs> yeah, I um, what what would that look like in a in a neutral site game? That would that would be it would be fantastic. And Jay, dare I say, would actually kind of feel like a Super Bowl Bills Chiefs the it, hype around that game. It, it would be incredible. I don't know. Are you hitting Atlanta if they make it? I got yeah, like if they make it, like that, that's where we got to hoist one, Jay. Like we got to make our way down there. So. Bandit Vortex, best burgers in Georgia. I'm not kidding you. Uh, by the way, uh, Josh Allen is inside domes is six and zero. Mahomes is eight and zero. They're they are fourteen and zero collectively inside a dome. That was where Mahomes that first preseason game where he makes his bomb. But anyway, Mahomes and Josh Allen fourteen and zero in domes, and I get it, it's a retractable roof, it's got that little thing at the very top, but that's essentially a dome. Well, Allen lost, I, maybe the roof was open that day, but uh, the playoff game in Houston, I remember. I so. think it was open. He's, it he's was two open. And two. He's two and two in retro wow. roof. Two All and right. Two. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, let's keep the dome closed <laughs> there in Atlanta. <laughs> it's going to be funny if that's the way it is. I, I look forward to What's the weather like today in Buffalo? Not a factor, Jay. Uh, the, the no wind. It's it's gray, but you're talking 28 degrees. It's it's not going to be. Yeah, if you're one that loves bad weather games, it's the opposite here today. This is as good as it gets in January here. You know what? You know what's funny is, and I'm and I'm still cracking up at it. The uh, NFL Network crew when they had that uh, the uh, Bills Dolphins game. Remember Snowmageddon? I think you were yeah. at that game because I remember looking at Twitter. You were like fighting through the snow to get to the game. It was uh, yeah, they they did a great job of clearing everything except as you know they didn't clear the snow out of the stadium so that um, yeah led to an interesting situation but it was with snowballs though, and whatnot. It was like yeah. what, thirty one degrees. The NFL Network they're all these like like furry hats and everything and like it was colder in Kansas City that night. Like I was laughing because listen, it was going to snow in Buffalo, but that was not cold. The people in Buffalo were probably laughing because that wasn't cold. People in Buffalo were laughing at Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel last time where he was wearing a T-shirt all week. Oh, yeah. I wish it were colder. You know, like, oh, turning up the A.C. or excuse me, I should say turning down the A.C. to 50 degrees. All right. Yep. And and what did that get you? you Into a plate in snow once. <laughs> he worked out in Maryland it, in snow. <laughs> I swear, Jay, I see like teams, this is like going back decades, but like when the Raiders came here for an AFC championship game, they're the Howie Long, everybody in short sleeves coming out. We're, 
yeah, it, it gets in your head sometimes. It's like, really, it's not any worse than, you know, any other cold weather city. Come on. Well, this is always fun. Gene Battaglia from 95.7 The Fan in Rochester. We like talking Bills. He's at Highmark Stadium getting ready uh, for the Bills game. Last thing, I'll leave you with this. Do the Bills still see the Chiefs as, like, public enemy number one? And I know the Chiefs have a tremendous amount of respect for the Bills, but the Bengals have had these close games with the Chiefs, overtime games with the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey fumbles. They get a win against them this year, something that doesn't usually happen. But they found a way just to beat the Chiefs. And I think in this town there's nothing better than to beat the Bengals because all the, the trash they're running with their mouths. Does Buffalo still look at Kansas City like that, or is now the Bengals starting to get in that category? Yeah, I, I well, I mean, yes, certainly the Chiefs are the. I don't know if the Bengals are in that category. I got to be honest, Jay. And and up until 13 seconds, it's funny how the mind can you know change here in a few seconds. I'm thinking, wow, okay, AFC Championship game, Bills Bengals. Wow, really looking forward to this. Whoa, Brady's out, and this is the year. And then it kind of comes down. I. To me, as long as Bill Belichick is in this division and the 17 years, that's still raw for a lot of Bills fans. So uh, last week, to just kind of you know win over the Patriots and how they won here big in a playoff game. So who's there isn't a hatred for the Chiefs. I, I'd still kind of reserve that for the Patriots, but everybody knows that uh, the team to beat is Kansas City uh, here in the AFC. Always good talking to you, Gene. I'll talk to you guys later this week. Uh, on your show, the yeah. Sports Bar, so uh, give me a cold one. I remember last year I, during our bet, you sent me some fine uh, beer from Rochester. I will do the same thing for you this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, it. yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You 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 will return the favor when Buffalo wins the uh, AFC Championship game in Atlanta. Jack, if you so. get there, if you get there, let's not put the car before the horse, Gene. Chiefs will be That's there. That's what we do. Will you? <laughs> but I know we've been talking. We always say that we'll talk to you again in the playoffs, and I have a feeling we'll be talking again. I, I think so, Jay. I think this is where it's headed. <laughs> Enjoy the Dolphins game today. Uh, stay warm. And it's not even cold in Buffalo. What am I saying? Anyway, have fun in Buffalo today. Enjoy the game. Look forward to talking to you down the line, Gene. I'll talk to you guys this week in the sports war. All right. Sounds good, Jay. Appreciate take, you. Take care, Gene. Take care. Right there. Thank you, Gene Battaglia, joining us there. And I always like talking to Gene. Like, this would become a tradition. A tradition like none other. Buffalo, Kansas City, trash talk. And we'll talk to Gene again. Maybe, maybe. I still haven't, um, I mean, that game in Buffalo against the Bengals, would you rather face the Bills the Bengals? I think that if you're the Chiefs, you'd rather face the Bills because you know they melt down when, you, when you're playing them. I don't know which one I'd rather face, but I think it'll probably be the Bills. Yeah, it's like kissing your sister or kissing your yeah. <laughs> cousin. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's been talking about the Bengals. The last, like, three weeks, everybody's been talking Bengals, 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 Bengals. Well, they get disrespected in the preseason. Like, nobody was picking them. Like, everybody in the NFL Network, they weren't talking about the Bengals, right? And in the hierarchy, quarterbacks like Burrow wasn't mentioned. Like, they carried a legitimate chip on their shoulder. It's a team that's won 10 in the last 11. I mean, this team is a good team. Physical players all the way around. Love the way their defense is playing. Actually, the Chiefs have a higher total defense than the Bengals do, but their scoring defense is top six in the NFL. I think it's going to be a fantastic game next week if they play. But if the Bengals win, that game's at Arrowhead Stadium. If they lose, it's in Atlanta. But you know what? Mahomes 8-0 in domes. But Josh Allen's 6-0. 14-0 in domes. Something has to give. Oh, we got a text in. Our text line, don't forget, 913-586-7610. Feel free to send as many text in as you want. From a Morgan, from the 816, says that 28 degrees is cold. No. 
28 degrees is not cold. 15 degrees is cold. Matter of fact, I have a shorts rule. Yeah, right? I was about to say, I knew shorts was going to come up. What do you think I'm wearing right now? Shorts, 100%. Yeah, 100%. You said 28 degrees isn't cold. It's like 40 today. You're I went to the car wash the other day in shorts and a T-shirt. You wear shorts all the time. But I got a little cold, though. I'll be honest with my hands. got a little cold with that water hitting them. <laughs> no, I, you know what I don't, though? I wear pants if it gets like 10 degrees or lower. 10 degrees or lower? Something like that was like zero. Remember the, that week we had where it was like I, zero? I did wear pants. I did wear pants. You wore jeans. I think I'd seen you in jeans one time. I wore pants Friday night. Because that was <laughs> good. Because you were in night, public? Right? Oh, I used to wear pants all the time. Okay. But you dress for the job you want right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. Grant Nicholson produced the operation. I'm JB. Can we come back? Just the new shape, the new face of what the AFC West is looking like next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Welcome back, JB. Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Dust man with no voice. Our text line, 913-586-7610. The same as the phone number, 913-586-7610. Where's my breakfast, Grant? This is like an old tradition we used to have together when you and I. Where's my breakfast? Well, you know what? I thought about getting you something, but I was, I wasn't running late. I was running lazy. There's a big difference. There's a big difference between running late in running lazy, and today I was running lazy. I was gonna stop and get you donuts, Grant, or maybe a nice breakfast sandwich somewhere, maybe like Quick Trip or something fancy like that. Although, you consider Quick Trip fancy? I do. Stop there, you get what you need, and you go. From the text line, 913-586-7610. If the Bengals and Bills both win this week, will the game next week between them be played in neutral site? No, it'll be in Buffalo. Bink, I, I, I was going to get you breakfast. I set my alarm 15 minutes early this morning. Breakfast, I was. No, you weren't. I slept through it. You know, slept. I was actually going to get you some, too, because this is it's like you're like a kid to me, man. Th- thanks, you and Jay. Dusty are like my kids, my sons. And when I turn on the radio with you guys, it's like, wow, man, they've grown up. I mean, you get season tickets to the Cats now. I do. Yeah, yeah. Great you finally graduated. I mean, you, I think it's record fast. It went like three and a half years, four years. I mean, it's fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four full years. That was it. I mean, yeah. four years, you were done. You still go to Aggieville. I've told you not to. I told you too old now. Like, once you're an alumni, is, first year you can get by going to the College of Arts. Second year, maybe. You've gotten to the point now. You need to start going to the, the put your big boy pants on and go to the um, – the older watering holes uh, with the distinguished alumni such as yourself. Because you show up at the college bar, you're kind of a creep. We we went to Aggieville one time this year. We popped in there for a few hours, had some dinner, and then went out for a couple beers at Annie Mae's. But it's not like we were going to cause. It's not like we were trying to kick it with the, the college kids. We went to, like, the townie bar. I, te- I texted you, I think, a picture last year when I was actually in Aggieville. But I didn't go to K-State, but, you know, I guess I think you were at Andy Mays. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of an old school yeah, thing. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the Like the new, part. like, young college kids out there. Although, so I'm not a creep. Yeah, I wasn't calling you a creep, Jay. You insinuated it. I did not I did not insinuate it, but that's okay. But going back to college, how about K-State basketball losing? I, I thought it was going to be our third straight win in Texas against a ranked team on the road. That would have been incredible. Yeah, but 
you and I have both watched enough college basketball. When a team is kind of rocketing up, they go from unranked to number 11 in the country. They're riding high. They've been scoring a million points. And TCU is coming off two straight losses. You knew they were going to be hungry. So I don't want to say I saw it coming, but you're not going to win every Big 12 game. So. Well, the uh, game this Tuesday, Kansas at Kansas State, the Sunflower Showdown. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed about that one. Well, Kansas barely got by Iowa State. Iowa State's a good basketball team. Iowa State's team. a good team. Iowa State's, you know, usually a good basketball team. It was a good game yesterday with Kansas, but Kansas State, man, they were picked last. Doesn't it remind you of the football team? I mean, the, the football team wasn't picked last. It was picked, what, sixth or seventh in the in the Big 12. Yeah, football team is always undervalued. But the basketball year. team is ranked 10th. Like, no one knew what to expect from Tang. Well, no one knew what to expect from Marquise Noel. He wasn't this good last year, for sure. Keontae Johnson, he was an actual unknown coming off of his, you know, health hiatus for that long. So. You have basketball season tickets too or just football? No. Tough to make it out there for all, like, the week weekday games and stuff. Do you think more Kansas State fans like basketball or football better? I, mean, I knew it was football for a long time. I mean, I think football is definitely more popular, but there is a robust basketball following as well. They, they support both those sports pretty intensely. Yeah, I, I can see that, but the, football's still though, man. Football's king. Football's king. I mean, that spring game at Kansas State. You get fifty, sixty thousand people out there every single Saturday without fail. Huh. Oh, from the text line, I feel like Bink and is the shorts wearing bronze god of six ten. I don't tan though. I, I can't tan either. I burn. Should I tan? Yeah. Like I'm at that age. Go get some bronzer. I'm at that age. Should I like have get a convertible and tan and stuff? I already go to the gym, you know. Think I would kill to see you in a convertible. Should I start like unbuttoning his shirt real low and yeah, yeah. gold chains and stuff? Absolutely, let the little yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll scruff come out the top. <laughs> we'll talk about the AFC West. We'll do that when we come back. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Welcome back, digging the Great Nicholson Dust Man. With a little bit of uh, his voice was shot from center block on Friday night. Thanks again to coming out there. Great beer by Danny and company. Danny Kieser, the brewer out of center block. Great stuff. El Padron means playoffs in Italian. Do you know that? Absolutely not. I would not. It's, have. it's smooth beer. And I always recommend it. People don't like craft beer. It's a nice, smooth beer. Very crisp, delicious beer. By the way, uh, somebody's listening. On uh, Twitter, they tweeted at me. I'm at three guys in a garage. They tweeted at me. It's uh, Toledo. I think it's Toledo Dan. But he tweets at me that uh, Mahomes lost to the Colts in a dome. Well, still, I don't know how that happened, but it did. But the roof was open. So that doesn't count? The roof was open. I think the uh, the uh, kind of the sky got in Sky Moore's face. You know what I'm saying? I'm not making excuses for him. For oh, the, the punt return. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sun is just so focused. Does that not count as a dome game, though? No, it's a tractable roof game. Because <laughs> that is counted. I always tease Sean Barmer. So they're counted differently? Because he's 1-8 in domes. Like, and Dayton Hughes is like 10-3 and three in domes. So I always uh, uh, tease them about their NFL playing career and the uh, domes they played. And yeah, the career, which, again, Mahomes and Josh Allen are a combined 14-0 and 0 inside of domes. But... Allen is two and two in retractable roofs. And don't forget Atlanta, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's very cool. Probably my favorite stadium in the NFL. It's got like this little 
thing that opens on top. It's not like a full roof. It's like a it's like a small sunroof, Grant. Not one of these big sunroofs that cars have now, but a small sunroof. But Mahomes in a uh, retractable roof stadium, if we want to get geeky here, which is fine with me, uh, retro roof Mahomes is 2-1. and one. So that was his uh, one loss in a retro roof. 54-15 and 15 outdoors, 8-0 in domes for Mr. Patrick Mahomes. I think the AFC West is going to look completely different. We all know the story about how much money this division spent to catch the Chiefs. Remember, this was their time. Tyreek Hill is now in Miami. This is the time to catch the Chiefs. Broncos, ooh. I always thought the Broncos need to do two things. Because I like that roster, and the defense is fantastic. You said you like that roster every single time I've ever been on the well, radio you know with what? you. I'm not lying to you They're now, terrible. am terrible. But you know, it's not a terrible roster. But they lose a lot of but games defense, for having a but good their defense, roster. Their defense is elite. It's legit. You know that too, Grant. <laughs> okay. And Russell Wilson played like crap. I can't I can't explain what happened to him. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Broncos country. Let's ride. Give me your best let's ride. Let's ride. Say Broncos country. Let's oh, ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah, I like that. I like that enthusiasm <laughs> at uh, 954 in the morning. I like that, Grant. So you bring in Russell Wilson. You bring in a, a different head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, that obviously didn't last throughout the season. That was a joke. I think it's funny because fans actually knew more than the team did, and that's always a bad thing. Because when Nathaniel Hackett was hired, we all laughed. So what are you doing? Like, that, that happens in the NFL once in a while where a team will do something, and fans go, come on, man. That was a come on, man moment, uh, to borrow a, a phrase from uh, what ESPN, wasn't it? Randy Moss says, come on, man. Yeah. Okay, so you get them, you get the Raiders that actually made the postseason. They go bring Josh McDaniels. He's going to turn things around, right? Derek Carr got sent home crying two weeks ago. They brought in Devontae Adams, who, by the way, had 131 catches and 24 touchdowns this last year with Derek Carr at Fresno State. So they bring his guy in from Green Bay. You bring in Chandler Jones on defense. Then you get the Chargers. Khalil Mack coming in to fit with Bosa. Then you got Derwin James in the back there. I mean, that's a stout defense. Then what happened? Like, the AFC West is a mess. And I'll say this, because Sean McVay is uh, going back to the Rams. He's not going to the broadcast booth. But I will say this. I will say this. Sean Payton, I think, really wants to be in L.A. It will cost him a first-round pick, but that is the choice. Brandon Staley, listen, defensive-minded coach. But I even laughed at that. He had one year. One year as the Rams defensive coordinator. By the way, he's a former uh, college quarterback at Dayton, so he did have offense experience. But it's like, okay, one year he hasn't proven himself as a coordinator. Now he's head coach. And he was doing stupid stuff. And he cost him the playoffs last year. They could have, they should have been in the playoffs last year. The Chargers cost him. If and they, they blew the get, third largest. And Sean lead. Payton wants yeah. to be in L.A. You know, he wants to be in L.A. It'd be good. I think Dallas, where he ultimately wants to be, because his home's in Dallas, one of his homes. When you have that kind of money, of home is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But Dallas, kind of his, uh, his jam. But I think Sean Payton ends up in. LA, which I think is bad news for the Chiefs because it could legitimize the Chargers because that coach-quarterback combination is so important. Like, let's face it, man. Brandon Staley, if you're a Chiefs fan, you want him to stay. Yeah, I'd love for him to stay. You want him to stay. Like, you don't want the Broncos getting hardball, which I think if Staley or if Peyton ends up in LA, which I think could happen, I'm surprised Staley wouldn't fire it on the plane ride home. Like, man, just do it on the plane, man. Or before you get on the plane. How about that? Or do it on the tarmac when you get off. Nice. You don't want an unruly passenger, you know? Yeah. 
He's still got to go into the office on Monday. Although that do team all those would tell him to interviews. shut up. You know, Bosa. The funniest thing was when Bosa threw he his helmet on the field. Smashed his helmet. He got a penalty for it. Then Brandon Staley picks it up, hands it to him. And he and smashes it. it again. <laughs> but this time it was out of bounds. So it was just fine. 913-586-7610. Dan in KCK. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Bing. How you doing? Joined them by so far. I'm glad the foreign ers won. And boy, I'm wow. Boy, did the uh, Brent Stead get grilled last night. Bring uh, Jason Smith show on this morning on the Andy Furman. Boy, did he gr- get grilled. So you think he's gone or do you think he's coming back? <laughs> you know what? I, I Did you enjoy that game? I did. When it was 27 nothing. I hope you weren't turning that game off, Dan. Did oh, no, uh, they, had a chance a to go up, they had a chance to go up 31 nothing, and uh, yeah, it fell for a field goal. <laughs> well, all right, what, what do you got today? What do you got today? Buffalo and Cincinnati, I don't think are going to be good games whatsoever. Well, I, ho- I hope the Dolphins pulled off. Scott uh, Thompson's dad's going to be there. I saw him, Casey Kitty Files. We so all his do, dad's going to be what? We all hope they make it. It's going to take more than his dad being there, though. Oh yeah, I know. It'd be it'd be great news if he, and then the Tyree Kill beat the homecoming. It'd be great. And uh, I see the Giants. I see the Vikings winning. It'd be pretty close. Uh, and uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Uh, maybe the Ravens. But uh, everything has to go right. And the uh, Cowboys. They're the better team uh, than the uh, Buccaneers. What do you think about that thing? So take care. Let's right. go. Take care, Dan. The Buccaneers game. Listen, it's Tom Brady. Every time you say like Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl and wins one like every other year. But just when you want to bury Tom Brady, he, like, pops out of the dirt. He pops out of the dirt and says, hey, what's up? I'm Tom Brady. Right? I think today the one good game I I think will be the Giants and Vikings. I think that will be a good game. Mike Kafka there, the former, you know, assistant with the Chiefs, now with Brian Dayball, who was the offensive coordinator in the most miserable season the Chiefs ever had, the 2012 Chiefs. But the Giants and the Vikings, Vikings just won this game a couple weeks ago in Minnesota by three points. That game could be good. I think the Bills-Dolphins could be uh, – I was going to cuss for a second. Um, a crap show. And the Bengals-Ravens tonight, the Ravens don't have a quarterback. But the Giants-Vikings, I think the game will be good. And I think the Cowboys-Buccaneers game tomorrow night will be good. I do have six packs ready to go for each game. A different flavor, different variety. I have some coffee stout uh, for the Vikings-Giants game. Coffee stout at yeah. 3 in the afternoon? I'm going Bloody Mary. For the uh, for the uh, Bills Dolphins as they get home, coffee stout Schlafly from uh, for the Giants Vikings. Then tonight, I'm going Boulevard Irish Ale. So you've got literally a different flavor of beer for every game. I went beer shopping yesterday. What, what's what's uh, for uh, Buccaneers tomorrow? Buccaneers Cowboys. Yeah, it's gonna be Irish red again. Okay, fair. But I get the Martin City Irish this time. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's Irish red, but one's Boulevard, one's Martin City. But you have to accessorize, man. Like, there's nothing better than going beer shopping. Seriously, especially around playoff time. And this is our kind of bye week, because usually I'm here for Chiefs post game on Sundays, right? Yeah. And, and we can't drink. Well, we can't. Well, no, we can't drink. You get a week off. Yeah, I don't drink. I Like, you don't drink during Chiefs stuff. I keep it real serious, straight and narrow. Like, I yeah, jack yeah. around a little bit now, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Regardless, what well, fun. We'll get to talking about why the Chiefs are the hated team in the National Football League next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.